Microphone check, microphone check. Neo 420 live. Microphone check. That's right, we are here again. Today, the 1st of November 2019, live from the Neo 420 studios. Welcome today. I hope everybody's having a great day today. I notice our viewer count is really starting to pick up. We're getting out of those single digits and really starting to move up. So as always, from the beginning of the show, I'm going to ask you to help spread the good word, good news about Neo 420 Talks, the podcast talking all things cannabis and hemp, plus some other stuff. As you know, we have a great Facebook account over at Neo 420 Media on Facebook. If you can go over there right now, open your Facebook account, go find Neo 420 Media, follow us, like us, and share what we're putting out there. As there is so much information that's going on right now around the cannabis and hemp plant. There's so much new things, there's so many old things, in with the new, out with the old, right? But a lot of it is it's still a quandary you know fed is still being very reluctant about uh, adopting from the federal laws fortunately we did have the uh, the hemp regulations come down from the usda on wednesday been a lot of communication discussions about that going on before i get into that fully though let me ask you again to go to facebook at Neo420 Media. Let me ask you to go over to Instagram. That's where we do most of our work. And that's where you can find this tagged all the way out, Neo420 News. That's gonna be the news coverage. Every single day we populate that page with a new article that's from Neo420.com backslash news. We have Neo420 Talks on IG. That's this podcast and You'll see a whole lot of activity on there. The most recent posts have been about uh, sex abuse uh, criminals and the connections of those. It's, it's going to blow your minds, people, whenever you see that all of these people are actually connected. It's, it's, it's going to be hard for you to believe, but go over there to Neo420Talks on Instagram. Look at the latest post, and you will see what I'm talking about. Also on Instagram, we have Neo420 Garden. That's where we have the beautiful pics of the, some of the great flower from around the world, both cannabis and hemp, and Neo420 Shop. That's, ex- that's where you can go directly and purchase products from us with some of our affiliate uh, product offerings from the best CBD vape company in the country, Select Brand. We offer those in three different varieties. We offer some CBD capsules uh, that have been developed by Montel Williams. And we also are offering the Neo Hemp Company, 350 milligram sublinguals. We finally got our labels uh, to a point where we like them. They are in print right now. Those will be to us sometime next week. And as soon as we get them, you will see the new products up on the shop. 
a lot of the shop products will be uh, pulled from there and we're going to focus on our products from now on with these affiliates so go there to neo 420 shop and, and purchase use your dollars as we really appreciate what you're doing by supporting us this independent multimedia organization here a lot of updates but i want to focus today primarily on veterans because there is so much going on that we just do not understand within the VA, within a lot of what veterans have to deal with. I want you to think about something. Think about the fact that the uh, individuals that sign up to go into the military, from that point, they are prepared in order to go into battle, basically. You're, you're made, into, you know, made into great physical strength. You are tested on every level. You are prepared for war, but you're never prepared to come back into society after you've served one, two, three tours. I met with a, a veteran this past week that I've known for a while, and, and I, I really like Will. His name is Will Smith. I mean, uh, Will Scott, I'm sorry. Hey, Will, hope you're doing well. Met with Will this week about developing this program further along to where we can really do something. As y'all know, I've got into the industry from a personal injury that happened at a work uh, where I was pursuing my dreams in the renewable energy industry. And since that point, I have became a huge advocate for the plant because after all the meds that my doctors tried to give me would not work, the plant would. And what I'm saying is that uh, there's just so much going on right now with the within the, the space. So there's a lot of things going on with veterans. You know, a lot of them have been neglected. We see a lot of them out here on the streets. We see a lot of uh, just problems because again they were not prepared to come back to civilian life um, as I did research on this the United States veterans organizations by the numbers more than 45,000 nonprofits devoted to veterans and their families are registered with the IRS who are they and I'm asking this I know that there are a lot of great organizations wounded warriors is one um, there's a group called 22 Too Many that I'm trying to work with now about some things. But with that many organizations, how is it that these thousands, hundreds of thousands of vets are falling between the cracks? So I've got a friend of mine on hold right now. I'm going to bring him on. His name is John Irwin. Hey, John, are you still there? I'm here, Paul. Great, John. Thanks for joining us today on this uh, November 1st podcast here with Neo 420 Talks. You may remember that John was on the podcast a while back. I've known John and, and really developed a good rapport with him. I consider him a friend now. And I, I just, uh, John, what I was talking to the audience about is what you and I talked about earlier this week. You know, where there's so many veterans that are out here that are in need. And I was just quoting some numbers uh, about the number of veterans organizations, you know, more than 45,000 nonprofits devoted to veterans and their families are registered with the IRS right now. Um, could you t 
Could you tell me, tell me, and inform the audience a little bit about what you have seen from a veteran yourself? Yeah, uh, so that, can you repeat that, Paul? Yeah, uh, just I'll in. Just in the sense of how there are so many organizations out here, you know, devoted for veteran service, but a lot of veterans um, are are not seeking, are not getting that type of, uh, you know, service that they need. What have you really experienced in in your life as a veteran, and and what are you seeing out there that's available for help? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll tell you, um, you know, as you mentioned, I'm a military veteran. And um, I actually um, relocated a few years ago to Texas, uh, San Antonio. And, um, you know, when I was in San Antonio, I actually did a lot of volunteer work. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and I, I volunteered for some of the veteran service organizations. Um, and through that experience, we actually were able to get some um, business ordinances passed in San Antonio, which was a great experience. Uh-huh. But through that and coordinating and collaborating with some of the um, veteran service organizations, I realized that a lot of the veterans, um, there was a, a gap in communication and knowledge as far as, you know, the veterans actually knowing the resources that are available and what's out there. Hey, Paul, there's some kind of background noise happening. Um, it's pretty significant. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, as you were saying, John, some of those things really got to work out, but what what was it that you recognized in in those programs? When when I did some volunteer work for uh, some better service organizations in San Antonio, Texas, um, there was a lot of great organizations out there doing a lot of great things for veterans, but I I noticed two things. Uh, One was getting the information to the veterans, um, letting them know the great resources that are available to them as veterans. Um, and e- even from some of the, the larger veteran service organizations, you know, it was challenging for them, I think, to get the word out, you know. Uh, and then the other thing I, I noticed, too, was just um, the collaboration, you know, of the, among the veteran service organizations. Like, I felt like they could have collaborated more uh, between themselves uh, to support military veterans. So those were two things that I felt like were, you know, gaps in, you know, providing support to the vets, um, you know, in the, in the South Texas area. Well, you hit, you hit on a couple of things that I'd like to, to follow up on. Um, you mentioned that uh, as far as accessibility, are veterans, one thing that I, that I mentioned before you got on with us was that um, my feeling is that you know, veterans, like soldiers are prepared to go to battle, to, to serve rather, but they're really not prepared for when they come back home. And do, do you recall a lot of like, uh, you know, information being shared with you as far as whenever you were going to be, you know, getting ready to come out of your service time? Was there, was there resources given to you easily? Transitioning out of the military, um, most veterans in the, mil- in the United States Army went through a program called TAPS, and that was like a week-long program to prepare you for transitioning out of the military life. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think a lot of veterans, including myself, you know, that program had was very limited. Um, some of the information that was provided, or some of the resources. 
Okay. So veterans, you know, go through this transition program um, while they're still on active duty near, near the end of their um, enlisted period. And, um, you know, I just think that there's a lot more information and guidance that could be provided to the veteran. Um, and, you know, again, you only have a few days, um, you know, to really cram a lot of information in because it's like the next stage of your life as a military veteran. Right. Um, but I think a lot of veterans I spoke with um, during my mentoring and coaching times with the, these veterans is that they kind of left with a lot of unanswered questions, you know, and some of those unanswered questions were specifically, hey, how do I write a resume or how do I utilize the resources that are available to me as a veteran to help me find another career or potentially an apprenticeship program or on the job training? Right. Um, a lot of the information, you know, we all are familiar with the education benefits, but there's a lot of great resources and benefits available to veterans who are transitioning out of the military, specifically related to uh, on-the-job training and apprenticeships. Uh-huh. Um, and now the Department of Labor is a big supporter and advocate of some of those programs. And I think that that information is sometimes lacking for the veterans who are transitioning out. Because what, you know, from a civilian standpoint, John, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm always, you know, in a quandary whenever I, I you know, one thing my, my wife is always telling me, you know, we'll see, you know, here in Portland, Oregon, there is a lot of people um, just like Seattle and just like San Francisco. There's a lot of people that are living on the streets and many, many, many of them hold up their signs, you know, uh, seeking help. And they'll, they'll mention on their little, on their little cardboard piece, you know, I'm a veteran, I need your help. And, and my wife, she's always like, well, I don't, I can't see those being veterans because there's so many programs out there for them. And, you know, we're just trying to figure out as a civilian, like, how is it that these individuals fall between the cracks? Um, because yeah, and I think those are really good insights and observations by your wife and yourself. Um, and, and I can tell you, I worked um, with military veterans um, as in a pro bono um, status when they were uh, leaving the military from the services in San Antonio uh-huh. and the surrounding areas. And, you know, there was a couple things that I realized, um, you know, through working with about 25, 30 veterans. Number one is you're highly trained, you're technically trained, and you're prepared when you come out to take on, you know, a job of high responsibility. You feel like, you know, you're the cream of the crop. Right. And a lot of veterans leave, you know, either their MOS or their job, and they struggle finding a job that matches their specific, um, you know, preference or their needs, you know, a job that they, the next career in their life. And what happens is a lot of the veterans, they might interview, but the salaries are lower than they expected, so they don't always take the first or the second or the third job offer. And then, you know, that emotional toll kicks in, where, you know, you start kind of questioning yourself. And, right. You know, you might lose a little bit of confidence, um, because years as a military veteran, and then you're faced with this civilian career um, future, and it might not be what you expected, 
And I can tell you, I've had a lot of veterans I worked with who were highly trained, um, you know, technically trained, or they were, a lot of them were commanders with master's degrees. And some of them, many of them, spent over a year trying to find uh, that next job or that next career. And it gets very um, emotionally taxing to the veteran um, because you get to a point where you think, wow, you know, is there a job out there for me? Like, what am I going to do next? So it's a very difficult time for a transitioning veteran. And I've seen a lot of them struggle through that period. Well, one thing that, you know, that I that I found very common uh, all the veterans that I've I've became you know met here in 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 the Pacific Northwest is many of them suffer from a a, a variance or actual um, diagnosis of PTSD right and what you mentioned uh, you know with that emotional toll that that wears on them as they're looking for that next step in life. Um, it all it all creates this this mental stress, right? To where then then we know that you know it's it's been reported that a lot get into alcoholism or drug abuse in order to try to deal with those problems, right? And correct. You, you use different coping mechanisms um, when you're going through a major transition in your life. That's correct. Yeah. Well, this brings me to what uh, ultimately, you know, what what I wanted to talk to the the audience in the world about today, and I appreciate you coming on, John, is that, you know, here with us at Neo420, we uh, have developed our new product line with Neo Hemp Company, and we are dedicated towards providing these products to veterans and those who need it and may not be able to afford it even. But I, you know... I think this is something that could really help them because so many people that have taken our our full spectrum sublinguals have just immediately felt a reduction in mental stress, which bottlenecks your your whole existence. You know, um, you end up getting on this this kind of uh, this kind of hamster wheel of emotions to where you think, you know, well, today's going to be a great day. I've got an interview. I'm going out there to get it. And then maybe you don't get the job and then you come home and then you're starting to pursue, you know, the next opportunity to try to see what that is. But through all those things, you mentioned the coping mechanism, you know, each to his own, they start going in different directions. But we're trying to figure out a way to where we can really help in this, the, the position of stabilizing that individual, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe we can't, you know, find them a job or, or get them all the services that they need, but at least be able to give them a quality of life to where they, they don't get into that mental drain game and they're able to, to continue to, to positively forecast what is going to happen the rest of the day or tomorrow or next week. What is your, you know, I know that you're, and I don't think I mentioned this audience, but uh, John is a medical professional. And um, I know that you've dealt, uh, you know, looked at a lot of different possibilities. But from your medical uh, expertise, John, do you believe that, that our approach of, of trying to develop something that can help them in that way will be effective? Uh, yes, I do. And I think if you look at, um, you know, some of the um, 
purported benefits of, you know, different products out there related to CBD. Um, you know, a lot of the veterans, when they transition out, like you mentioned, you know, you know, we've been in the military, so we spent years training. So a lot of us have bumps and bruises, body aches, things like that. Um, so we're, you know, many of us are looking for interventions or therapies to help relieve some of the pain. Um, and then as you mentioned earlier as well, you know, always looking for stress reduction, um, you know, therapy or stress reduction interventions, um, you know, as military veterans, because like you said, a lot of veterans have been in very high performing roles for many years. Um, and when you're coming out and you're trying to, you know, basically redesign your entire career or even your life, you know, anything that can support that or help the military veteran, I think is very, very positive, you know, for the veteran. Well, I appreciate that because that's that's what, you know, I mentioned to the audience earlier about, you know, uh, just a little bit of my background and story, but I feel like now, you know, at this point in in the career as far as within the hemp industry and, and so excited about the things that are coming, me and our group really want to do something to give back because you know we've we've been given so much uh, from veterans uh, veterans have dedicated so much thank you john for all that you've done and your service and your time we really appreciate everything that that veterans are doing but we cannot turn a back our backs on them any longer and we can't wait on the va or you know the, the nonprofits to do their their jobs we want to lead by as an example we are a for-profit entity, but uh, we can make a difference with what we are doing now. So, audience, keeps stay tuned for what's coming because this uh, this interview that we have with John here, John, we definitely want to uh, start having you back on the podcast on a regular basis to give us some up, to, to give us some updates about what you're doing. Where are you nowadays, John? What 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 area of the U.S. are you at? Okay, great. So you've got a vast knowledge base of from when your time that you that you moved to San Antonio and worked within uh, you know volunteering with veterans groups, and now you're back in the uh, Northeast and and working on things. But I know you've got a lot of in. And Paul, I continue to do my uh, my research for my for my schooling on the uh, the industrial hemp industry. You know all the amazing. Uh, research and findings that we're, um, you know, currently discovering and will discover into the future, um, I'm continuing to research and study, um, you know, the industry and talk to different businesses and entrepreneurs and military veterans who are interested in, you know, the hemp industry as well. Yes, that's what I, I think that is a great point to leave us with because that's what I want to talk to you about next because I know that you have a lot of insights with uh, like Thomas Jefferson University and a lot of different companies, as you just mentioned, that are doing some very innovative things within the hemp industry and not, in audience, it's not, it's not what you think. It's not plant related. It's not, it's not something directly that you think about with the plant, but it is very interesting. John, thank you so much for uh, spending time with us. My experiences with military veterans. 
Absolutely. Well, you are you are a friend to us in so many ways, so I appreciate you taking time. But uh, I'll definitely off off the uh, off the recording. We'll definitely start scheduling some times with you. But John, thank you so much. Um, Thank you so much uh, for staying tuned to this podcast. Go to www.neo420.com. Share it with everyone that you know. And for those who are doing, I salute you. Till next time.